Story two of Bobby Gray Squirrel's Adventures by George Ethelbert Walsh. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by phone. Imprisoned in the Tower Room. So great was their fear of Dasher the Hawk, and so relieved at their escape from his sharp, cruel talons, Bobby and Rusty crouched in a corner of the Tower Room for some time, panting and gasping for breath. Of course, Rusty had had the narrowest escape, but Bobby felt so strongly for him that it was just as if he had been nearly caught. Dasher was a ruthless hunter, and few of his victims ever got away from him. Bobby finally got some of his breath back, and quieted the beating of his heart so he could speak steadily. "'That was a close call, Rusty,' he remarked. "'I thought once Dasher surely had you.' he did replied rusty he caught me by the tail feathers and if they hadn't come out i'd been killed it's a good thing to be able to slip out of your clothes sometimes bobby smiled at this weak attempt to joke over the experience he didn't feel very much like joking himself but he had to make some light retort well rusty you're in my old winter home he smiled and you didn't wait upon the order of your coming. I never had anyone accept an invitation to visit me so quickly. You hardly waited for the words to get out of my mouth. It's a good thing that window wasn't open any higher, replied Rusty, preening his ruffled feathers. A few inches more, and Dasher could have followed us. I wonder if he's gone away yet, asked Bobby. No, he's waiting for us outside don't show yourself until after dark then we can get back into the woods that's what i intended to do was the prompt retort i'm not going to show myself outside until dasher's gone rusty nodded his head and after he had ruefully surveyed his tail which was minus several black feathers he glanced around the small tower room so this is where you spent the winter bobby he said well it's not half bad for cold weather oh this was only a part of my home was the smiling reply i had the whole house to myself downstairs and upstairs well you needed it with stripe and web around i suppose they took the best rooms and left you the poorest and i'll bet whitefoot stuck to the kitchen and cellar it's just like him Bobby nodded at Rusty's summing up of the situation, which he knew to be about right, and then added, If I was sure no one was downstairs, I'd show you the rest of the house, Rusty. I'd like to have you see it. In fact, I'd like to go visit there again myself. Suppose we go down and see. I don't know, replied Rusty cautiously. I'm sure the owners are around. I heard voices outside when Dasher flew away. They saw him and shouted at him. Well, if they're really here, I don't want to run in any danger. Still, I'm going to take a peek. Bobby skipped down and ran to the mouth of the trap doorway and looked below. But he didn't stay there long. There were voices in the hole. You're right, Rusty, he said, skipping to the open ceiling of the roof. The owners are in the house. 
if they come up here i think we'd better get out of the window suggested rusty oh no there's no danger in here we can hide behind these rafters and they'd never see us remember dasher is outside waiting for us that's so murmured rusty shuddering of the two dangers the lesser was to stay in the room even if the owners of the house should ascend the ladder to the tower room and this is just what they did a woman's head appeared above the trap doorway and then a pair of broad shoulders bobby and rusty had just time to hide behind the rafters they were almost as excited as when pursued by dasher the hawk from the high perch they could look down without being seen the woman no sooner reached the top of the ladder than she exclaimed this window is open now how did that happen julie must have forgotten to close it before we left for the city she strode across the tower room and closed the window with a bang bobby and rusty both gave a start at this they realized in an instant they were imprisoned in the tower room if the woman left without opening the window again how would they ever get out for the first time they wished they had left before she appeared even if dasher the hawk was lurking outside but there was nothing they could do now but wait and hope for the best perhaps the woman would open the window again to air the room then they heard her speaking again in an angry voice what a muss up here the squirrels and mice have been in here after those chestnuts why did julie leave them here of course the muss she referred to were the nutshells scattered all over the floor stripe webb and bobby hadn't been careful to clean them up after their feast it was certainly a dirty untidy room i never saw such a house the woman continued it's dirty from top to bottom then leaning over the ladder she called loudly julie julie bring up your broom and dustpan the one called julie proved to be a comely tidy girl who was as much distressed by the sight of the nutshells as her mistress and she immediately began sweeping them up it was your fault in leaving that window open her mistress scolded it was a careless piece of work it looks as if all the squirrels and mice of the woods had spent their winter here julie made no reply but continued industriously cleaning up why didn't you take the chestnuts away with you after you gathered them inquired the speaker now you've lost them all yes ma'am replied julie but maybe it helped some of the squirrels out they must have been dreadfully hungry to venture in a house like this Oomph, snorted the woman we're not gathering nuts to feed to the squirrels certainly we're not keeping our house open to let them spend their winters in it they've done more damage to the beds than they're worth those two mattresses are simply ruined but it wasn't the squirrels alone ma'am was judy's reply the mice were in the house downstairs yes and they got in through that open window too squirrels are all right in their place but the house is no place for them they do more damage than they're worth the whole room smells of them now these words distressed bobby for he began to feel that he had unwittingly done something wrong by taking possession of the house for the winter 
oh why hadn't he cleaned up the shells after they had finished eating the nuts then too stripe and webb had pulled out the centre of the mattresses of two beds and had built a nest inside bobby began to see the matter in a new light and he wished there was some way he could repair the damage but just at present there was nothing to do he and rusty had enough to think of their present difficulties a few minutes later julie finished cleaning up the muss and she and her mistress went down the ladder but neither thought to open the window although the room needed airing they simply left it closed and bobby and rusty were up there prisoners with no possible chance to escape but of course they did escape in time and in the next story you will hear of the little girl who gave them their liberty end of story two recording by phone